Welcome back to the Loveless Podcast. In today's episode, I will be introducing you to the nine Enneagram types. Last week, I talked about what is the Enneagram. It's a personality system that describes nine different types and how they show up in the world, including how they think, feel, and act. My mom's Enneagram teacher used to say, we live side by side in separate worlds. Your Enneagram type is the rose or yellow or green colored glasses through which you see the world. It reminds me of kaleidoscope where you're looking at it from one perspective and then you shift it and all of the colors and the shapes change. Welcome to Love Liz, the podcast that's all about inspiring you to be yourself, find true love, and live your purpose. This is for all of you seekers with deep desires who are struggling with your own self-worth and figuring out how to make your dreams come true. I'm your host, Liz Newcomer, actor turned Enneagram coach, human design practitioner, wife, and mama. I believe that who you are is enough to create the life and love you desire. Listen to find out why. Back when I was teaching middle and upper school acting, there was this improv game that the students absolutely loved that was called Party Quirks. And the way it worked was we would decide on the theme of a party. It could be a birthday party or a going away party or a funeral, whatever it was. We'd set the context up. And then each of the actors going into the scene would have a sheet of paper that listed a quirk on it. One might be thinks she's a cat or steals things. So the actor was charged with playing the scene of being in the party and weaving their quirks into how they were showing up, but not giving it away too soon. And the audience who was watching was trying to figure out what each person's quirk was. And once they figured it out, then that person had to leave the party. So I thought it would be fun to set up this episode in that way. And because I'm a romantic and this podcast is called Love Liz, let's make it a wedding. Okay, so we're at this wedding and now I'm going to introduce each type, and as they come through the door, I'll paint the picture of who they are, how they save the world, and how you might be able to recognize them. A few things to keep in mind. The types all have numbers associated with them, one through nine, and then they have a couple of different names. I'll start with my preferred name, and then I'll include the also known as names. So here we are at the wedding reception, and the first person who comes in the door is the type one, the improver also known as the reformer or the perfectionist. And of course, she is first to arrive because she's the party planner. Our type ones see the world in black and white. It's really important for them to do the right thing, to be good, to be perfect. They have high standards for themselves and for other people. And so they can have a really harsh inner critic. And that criticism can bleed on to other people. But ones take responsibility. At this wedding, they're not trying to be controlling. They just know that certain things need to get done in the right way. They know that the bride is going to want photographs of everybody in the wedding party and that it's best to get those pictures taken before everybody starts partying and looks a sweaty mess from being on the dance floor. So they're great 
with organizing systems, improving things. They have this eye for detail and being able to pinpoint what is out of place and then have the energy to fix it. The second person who arrives to the party is the caterer. And this is the type two, the giver or the helper. Twos are relationship oriented people. So their attention is on the people in their lives and what those people might need. And then the two goes to fulfill those needs. They are supportive. They are cheerleaders. They love to help. They volunteer. They offer advice. They love to be of service. And so in this catering position, the reason why she loves to cater is because she can nourish and nurture all the people in her life with warm and delicious food that fills their cup. And she also is really good at looking around the room and seeing who needs a refresher on their champagne glass and who needs more hors d'oeuvres. She's got a lot of energy that goes to helping other people. The next guest who arrives is the best man. This is the type three, the performer or the achiever. Type threes are really good at succeeding at life. They set big goals and they are good at meeting them. They are efficient. They have high energy. They are doers. They have a great sense of self-esteem and confidence and know that they can achieve whatever they put their mind to. And oftentimes a lot of that success is based on societal standards, what other people expect. So they can be very competitive, love to win, love to be the best. They really don't like to fail. It's hard for them to slow down and stop and smell the roses. And so this best man has been buddies with the groom since their first day at Yale undergrad, high achieving, getting all of the awards and accolades, and he is going to crush his best man speech. He hasn't even planned it, but he's such a good storyteller and he knows how to turn it on. It's going to toe the line just so, so that everybody in the room is laughing and feels seen. Next, who comes into the door at the wedding reception are the entertainers. And the lead singer is the type four, the dreamer, the tragic romantic, the individualist. Type fours are creative. They love beauty, pleasure and pain. They have this romantic sensibility on life. They're not afraid of the darker emotions of grief and sadness. They have a tendency to dwell in melancholy and drama. They're also deeply compassionate. They love to express themselves in artistic ways. And so this wedding singer, she has the most fabulous, unique outfit on. She went to a vintage store. She's got a headdress on. She's almost like Florence and the Machine. When she performs, it's sultry. She really moves the audience. She really connects. It's like a bleeding heart on stage. She loves to stand out and she loves to be unique. And then our officiant walks in the door. This is the type five, the observer or the investigator. They love knowledge, information, studying things, getting to the bottom of it. They're almost Sherlock Holmesian in their observation skills. They're also very private and can detach emotionally and prioritize living in their mind and the wisdom that comes from there. And so they're the efficient because they love theology. They love studying things that they're really passionate about. And so they're a little contained and keep to themselves, but then offer up their wisdom when it's their time to share their perspective on what love is and what this marriage is all about. The maid of honor comes in next. She's a type six, the questioner or the loyal skeptic. She's been best friends with the bride since they were three. 
She's incredibly loyal in her friendships. She is warm and witty. She might drink a little too much at the party because sometimes she has social anxiety and it kind of helps to calm her mind and be more present in the moment. And unlike the best man, she has been worrying so much about this speech because she really wants the bride to know how important their friendship is to her. She's also anticipated anything that could possibly go wrong with the speech or the wedding or the reception. And she's also been communicating with all of the bridesmaids and planning the bachelorette party. And she's a little bit exhausted at this point and kind of is ready for all of this to be done. But she's going to enjoy this final opportunity to party and celebrate her bestie. The next person who comes in the door is the hype boy. This is the type seven adventurer or epicure or enthusiast. Sevens love the high side of life. They like to have a good time. They love to have endless options. They love to travel, to try a lot of different types of foods. Most of their energy and juice comes at the beginning of a new project or a new opportunity. And so the party planner knew that this hype boy would be just the perfect addition to add some life into this party to make it more fun. He's kind of like a jack of all trades. So he's a stand-up comedian and then he's also a break dancer. So he'll tell some jokes and he'll do some break dancing and then everybody floods to the dance floor. And then he'll mingle with the guests. He doesn't like to talk too long to any one person because he gets bored, but it's just enough to give that person like a Red Bull shot of energy and then he's off to the next person and then he's out. The next person who arrives wasn't even invited to the wedding. This is our wedding crasher. She is a type eight, the challenger, the protector, the boss. She was just rolling by. She heard the music. She saw the lights. She loves a party. Type eights are powerful. They're strong. They're assertive. They go after what they want. They don't need permission from other people. They take action. They get it done. They lead the way. They're not afraid of conflict. Because conflict can lead to truth, and truth and justice is very important to them. So they're protective of people who are vulnerable or weak. So maybe at the wedding party, some of the guys get a little drunk and says something unkind. Then this eight wedding crasher, even though she's not a part of it, she just steps in, tells the guy to back down and to leave because he's had too much to drink and he needs to go sleep it off. And then she's like, cool, peace. Our last guest is the cake baker, the type nine, the peacemaker or the mediator. She's late getting to the reception. She has a little bit of trouble with time management and prioritizing. And she loves baking wedding cakes because people have such strong opinions of what flavor they want and how they want it to look. And she doesn't like making decisions. So she's like, cool, I'll just do whatever you want me to do. But she's also so easy to work with and grounded and doesn't have a big ego. She doesn't get her feathers ruffled. She loves the calm, meditative quality of cooking and baking. She doesn't mind being alone. She'll just put on some music and just get in her zone. And so she arrives and she sets the cake up and then the bride and groom cut the cake and it tastes just exactly how they wanted. And they're so happy and they smash cake in each other's face and kiss and everybody claps and the party is over. So I hope this was a fun way to get to know some of these nine Enneagram types. I will continue to illuminate different aspects 
because this is really just on the surface. Maybe there was someone that I introduced that sounds just like you or sounds like your best friend or your romantic partner. I think that's a great way to start, which is to begin to see the differences in how we all see the world and that each person brings something special and needed to this party. They all had their own place and it would be boring if we only had party planners or we only had hype boys because in order to appreciate the hype boy and all the fun, it's important that we have what the wedding planner brought, which was the organization and the thinking through all of the details. And then without the caterer, we would all be starving and no one would be refilling our glass. So we had a really good time. And without the wedding crasher, we wouldn't have a fun story to tell everybody. And without the officiant, we wouldn't have had that moment where we all realized how important love is to celebrate. And without the three, we wouldn't have the really handsome man to stare at from across the room who also maybe challenged you to a dance-off party and made that competition a little bit spicy. And without the singer whose beautiful voice almost brought you into this dreamlike state when you were slow dancing with someone that you love. And without the six who was like your ride or die for the night, who had you in stitches, bent over laughing, but also made you feel safe when you realized you had one too many or without the nine whose delicious cake made you feel so comforted and was exactly what you needed at the end of the night to just make you feel like all is well. So I love all of you Enneagram types. I really do. I see the beauty and magic that each of you bring and I hope that you see that too. I hope this resonated with you and until next time, love Liz. If you're ready to discover your true self and break free from those automatic patterns that may be holding you back, I invite you to take the next step and book a Discovering You Enneagram typing session on my website, elizabethnewcomer.com. This session will be your guiding light on the path to authenticity, alignment, and fulfillment. And if you're enjoying this podcast and find it inspiring, please consider leaving a five-star review. Your feedback is encouraging and helps our message reach more people who could benefit from this transformative journey. Thank you so much for being a part of this community.